I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Miles Away. This is your host, Zach Honig, and today TPG's news editor, Emily McNutt, explains why you should consider traveling to Scandinavia in the dead of winter. We also give TPG Reviews editor Nick Ellis tips on how to get there and where to stay once you arrive. Welcome back to Miles Away. Today I am sitting down with Emily McNutt, news editor at The Point Sky. Welcome, Emily. Thanks. Happy to be here. And Nick Ellis, who is our reviews editor. Hey, Zach. How are you? Nick's the one who says, hey, Zach, can you do me a favor, a really big favor, and fly Lufthansa first class from Frankfurt <laughs> to JFK? And I'm like, only if I can go to Newark. But it's a big ask. I know. Yes. And then he'll be like, oh, okay. But if you're, if you're willing to do that, maybe you'll also do me a favor and fly Singapore Suites as well. On the way there, uh, yeah. You're like, okay, Nick. Tough I, weekend. I, I can definitely help you out. And Emily's like, can you write this? Can you write this? Can you write this? <laughs> <laughs> Keep me busy. Yes, definitely. So I want to give a little bit of backstory as to how Nick uh, came about becoming reviews editor, <laughs> TPG or in general. We were just talking about this before we started recording. But um, I remember we were a very small team at the time. And I was at South by Southwest. I had actually booked a 10-night trip to South by because we didn't know when Brian was presenting yet. So I got to spend 10 nights at the Westin at the Domain. And halfway through, I found out that uh, one of our editors was leaving us pretty abruptly to go to law school and on a month-long hike through Spain. And I'm like, Emily, I need your help. What are we going to do? And she said, well, actually, I just got this very interesting email moments ago from someone named Nick Ellis. And I said, forward it to me, please, right now. I need it. And I look Nick up, and I'm like, wow, this like, Nick's perfect for this job. And I called Nick immediately. So I'd, how much time had passed between you getting a phone call from me and sending that email to Emily? It was about an hour and a half, because I remember I was going for a walk from where I was living in Chicago downtown to my friend's office. And that was about an hour and a half. And by the time I got to the office, there were two emails in my inbox. <laughs> and so that's how the whole process started. <laughs> I'm like, Nick, are you free in 15 minutes? And, and I was like, said, yeah, I've right. got to walk back home, but sure. Right. <laughs> and then, what, an hour or two later, you're like, Mom, I'm moving to New York. <laughs> yeah, basically, less than 24 hours, it was decided, and I was moving to New York. Yeah. So, Well, here we are. We are a huge team now. I don't know. Yeah. At, the, at the time, I think, what was it, maybe four editorial employees? It was it was tiny. Yeah, it was tiny. I think four all, all total employees, yeah. not just editorial. We had a, a small WeWork office that's probably, a, I don't know, a quarter of the space that we're in now, maybe even smaller than that. I think it's that. 700 square feet, and I think this is 7,000. Okay, <laughs> one-tenth of the size. <laughs> yeah. And it was only half full. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was like one table in the middle yeah, of the room. Yeah, we had like four individual tables, and they were huge desks. We each had our own pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, hey, Nick over there. Can you hear me? Yeah, your own corners. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, today we're talking about another area with a lot of space. How about that, <laughs> that transition? Sc- Scandinavia. <laughs> um, and I love Scandinavia. Uh, I've, I've visited several times, um, but pretty much always in warmer weather. And Emily... 
what was it, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, you're like, I'm, I'm booking a trip to Scandinavia in the dead of winter. Yeah. And I said, it's no. It's been a couple times, to be honest. Go, go anywhere else. What are you doing? It's going to be freezing. It's going to be so dark. What, you like, try to lure me. You were like, I'll help you fly to Cancun or something, give you my upgrades on United. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'll take Oslo in the dead of winter instead. But here we are. We're talking about how awesome Scandinavia is in winter. I honestly did not think that we would be here. I didn't either. I didn't think you would come around to it. <laughs> but no, I, I went up to Trump. So uh, it, for the summer solstice, actually, so it was mm-hmm. it was in June, and we had 24 hours of sunlight, and everyone's like, "Well, it's great in summer, you know, we've got the sunlight and all, but you really have to come in winter. No sunlight, but instead, what what do you get potentially? The elusive northern lights, yes. How- which I <laughs> it's one of the sore subjects of my personal being because I've tried to see them three times now. All in my beloved Scandinavia, oh and I failed. Well, the good news is it gives you a reason to go back to Scandinavia, That's I guess, true. right? Yeah. I mean, I need to plan my next trip. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to go every year until the you find the Scandinavia trip? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's turned into, to be honest. I definitely need to see them. It's on my bucket list. So mm-hmm. I'll be booking soon. Well, keep me posted. We'll have you back on. And yeah. we found the Northern Lights, finally. <laughs> what I had to do to find the Northern Lights. <laughs> so what what else does someone do in Scandinavia in winter? I mean, obviously, if you see the Northern Lights, that's pretty spectacular, and it makes the trip entirely worthwhile. But right. you haven't yet, and you still love right. it. So. I still love it. I, I think I'm a cold-weather person, naturally. I much prefer cold weather and bundling up and staying warm rather than hot yes okay <laughs> um so i mean that's not to say i don't love beaches because i definitely love a good relaxing day on the beach but i think that there's so much to scandinavia it's more i mean like as we as our transition in it's huge it's massive um there are so many different places to explore and cities and metropolitan areas that are very modern while also being classic in feel and also, of course, the natural beauty that is Scandinavia is unparalleled. It's unlike anything I've seen. Like even, uh, I think Zach, you've been to Bergen on the yeah, west coast. Yeah, I've been to Bergen. Bergen I, is lovely, but it's crowded. It's really, yeah. especially in the summer. I haven't gone in the winter, but it's. I've been in the winter, of course. Here we are, mm-hmm. and it's it's Norway's second largest city. It's kind of a really. It has like that very old school charm to it. Mm-hmm. The buildings are very picturesque, and you know there's a mountain at the backdrop of the city. But there's just something so cool about it. And you go on the fjord cruises yeah. through the fjords. I mean, there's that's the, my favorite thing to do in Norway. Um, whether in and you, Oslo. you can do that in the winter. Yeah. What do you, you can s- freeze your butt off. Is but it dark, dark, or is there some sunlight? How how does that work exactly? So. Because that's far enough south uh, in in Norway that you do get sunlight for a majority of the day. That being said, the sun does set early. It sets at like three or four as best as I can remember, which is kind of pretty comparable to New York in the winter. So you still have sunlight. You can still see. (laughs) <laughs> um, which is a good thing. And the cruises, yeah, you can you can take them year-round. You will be really cold. <laughs> and do, they, do they give you, like, hot cocoa or spiced hot cocoa? They don't give it alcohol? to you because everything in Scandinavia yeah. is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. Um, but you have to buy it. But, yes, it's there. It, but it's just stunning to look around and see the kind of the barren nature of the mountains as, or the fjords as you're driving through them and covered in snow and ice frozen in its place it's so picturesque it's so beautiful mm-hmm. i want to go i'm ready to now book I my ticket right now. now yeah <laughs> as, as i sweat in this little podcast <laughs> studio that we have it's not very well air conditioned <laughs> no. 
<laughs> oh man! But uh, so let's let's backtrack a little bit and talk about Scandinavia in general. What what country is going to fall into that Scandinavia bucket? And you know, what are what are the key destinations? What what would you recommend for yeah. a first timer? I mean, you're looking at Scandinavia. It's kind of a wa- a large space. Your main countries are uh, Norway, Oslo being the capital, uh, Sweden, Stockholm, Finland, Helsinki, Copenhagen, and Denmark, and then. Iceland also kind of falls into that category as okay, well. Okay, even though it's quite a quite a distance. Yeah, away. it's quite a, it's kind of like the 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 far off cousin, um, mm-hmm. distance wise, but it's still kind of labeled in that same group, and they all have the same flag, kind the of variation. Yeah, of it. a variation of it. Um, so like Australia, New Zealand, kind of. Yeah, UK or Great Britain mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, I have been to a few very far off places in. Uh, I went up north, way up north, to the Swedish Lapland of uh, Karuna, oh. which is where the ice hotel is located. Oh, the right. famed ice hotel. You got to stay that. in an ice yeah. hotel. Yeah. Nick assigned you, I think, or, I, or edited, or I, I was involved in some way. I was involved some way with that. <laughs> just, I, I don't remember yes. how specifically. Be but. lucky that you weren't actually sleeping <laughs> in the 32 degree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> room. The best was the uh, dog sled. Yeah. Transfer. Oh my god! That, and that was GoPro. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was. <laughs> that was one of the cooler experiences, and that's so Scandinavian. That's so Lapland. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the things that you have to do when you're there. Um, and you know, I had an option if I could take a bus from the Karuna Airport, which is tiny, as you might imagine, um, to the ice hotel, or take a dog sled. And I was like. How this long was the dog sled? No ride? brainer. It was about forty minutes. Okay, wow. That and also seems cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cold. They give you a an entire jumpsuit to wear, and you'll you have a scarf that's like around your face and the um. What is it? Emily's baklava. gesturing right yeah, now. Baklava. I know it's, it's just audio here, but <laughs> I, I'm picturing it. Okay. It's the baklava that you put around your head. It's it's it was wildly cold. But it was such a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Was that expensive, the dog sled ride? I kind of remember. I think maybe it was, was about, I don't want to highball it or lowball it, but I want to say it was around 200 bucks. Okay. Well, I guess it's not crazy for 40 minutes with a whole bunch of dogs. Right. And that experience. Is, yeah, yeah. The experience, the GoPro so cool. footage I got from it was so cool. So do you recommend definitely if you're going in winter in Scandinavia staying in an ice hotel? Should that be a priority? <laughs> what I mean, what what really should be a focus for the first trip? Yeah, I mean, I really loved my stay at the ice hotel. They have both cold rooms and warm rooms. So if you want to stay, if you get your one night done in the cold room, you're like never again. Yeah. Um, you're surrounded by can ice. You upgrade or, or downgrade, I guess, in this case. You can case. upgrade to like a suite in the cold rooms, which oh. are just essentially lo- larger, Bigger more ice. intricate ice structures. Mm-hmm. They're all beautiful and they're all hand carved. Um, or you can stay in that warm room, which is essentially just like a regular hotel. That being said, in Scandinavia, I'm amazed and I want to go back. One of the things when I try when I go back is even the domed hotels that are kind of becoming really popular now. So you can They're watch. kind of like underground a little bit, right? And yeah, they have a but there are roof. also like the bubbles, which mm-hmm. so you can watch the Northern Lights if... If you see, you them. are so lucky. <laughs> you get so lucky to see them. So, as our resident Northern Lights expert, <laughs> what would you recommend for someone who wants to go up to see the Northern Lights? I mean, obviously, you haven't been successful right. yet. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm the best <laughs> to give this advice. Why didn't you see the Northern Lights? It's, why didn't I? Yes. Oh gosh, I I know why, and it's because I put all my eggs in one basket and staying one night at most oh, of the locations that okay. I went. So it was okay. all or nothing, essentially. Right. Um, so the first time I went, I flew into Oslo. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm here for four nights. I'll spend one night and I'll go up to Tromso, which is the world capital of the Northern Lights. Mm -hmm. It's where people see the most fantastic displays. It's a really charming little town. Yeah. You can Um, can see the Northern Lights over the fjords and set up your tripod. And and they'll show you how to capture those really cool pictures. Right. Yeah. If you're there on a good night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of this. I I went to um, Zermatt one year, um, which is a ski resort in Switzerland. It's amazing. Not in Scandinavia. (laughs) But there was a guy there that just travels uh, all around the world to take a picture with, I think he had like a stuffed bear or something like that. I've heard of something like this, he, I think. And he he was there, he'd been there two weeks because he wanted to photograph the Matterhorn, um, which is often covered in clouds. And mm-hmm. so in winter especially, it can be tough to see it. But he was waiting and waiting and waiting. And he had planned to just, you know, spend as long as he needed to in order to, to do it. I, how, how long, you know, did they say that someone might need to stick around to, to capture the Northern Lights? And what do you do if you've seen it on the first night? <laughs> you go out and you see it again and okay. again and again because it's different every night. And the one, the funny thing is the one night I was there, um, my tour guide was telling me that that month in particular, this was a couple of years ago, had been the most prolific month that they had remembered in recent years. Mm-hmm. It just so happened to be that the one night that I was there was extra cloudy. So you want to make sure you're looking out for good weather in advance. If you're there for only two nights, say, and night the second night looks clearer in the skies than the first, definitely put all your eggs into that basket because you have kind of a better chance of seeing them. Got it, got it. Is there like an app or something that There's, forecasts there like are a websites. cloud? I tried yeah. that too. And then I, I had one night where, uh, I forget where, I was in Alaska or something, and it said, oh, great great visibility tonight, and I didn't see anything. Yeah. All the clouds <laughs> came in. and Right, and it can change at a moment's notice too. If, if And that's sudden, what it is. It's the clouds, right, that, that block the northern lights? Or is it a combination a of A lot things? of times if it's really low-sitting clouds, that they – if the the clear – if you can't see up past that low layer of clouds, then, yeah, you'll, that'll totally block mm-hmm. your view, which is what happened to me because we could quite a bit see through some green kind of figures, which meant that – high above they were really prominent right. and would have been amazing to see but it was that thin layer of cloud that really took over now do you need to go all the way up north to see them or can you be in oslo or, or one of the other cities there are rumors and there are tales of people who have seen them within city limits okay um, i want to see photographs of them yeah I do too. <laughs> like oh we saw them but we didn't take any pictures right. or it didn't happen <laughs> but also if you go i mean a lot of the cities are so um widespread they cover such a wide territory that mm-hmm. if you go to the outer portions of the city where there aren't as many you know tall buildings and li- light pollution um oslo is a great example because where the olympics were held there's a large ski jump that kind of separates downtown oslo from kind of the barren um, there's just a ski jump in the middle of the city not in the middle it's okay. a little bit outside but it separates the light pollution from city uh, on versus the, on the other, other side, side. The yeah okay. so there people have seen it over there too mm-hmm so how much time would you would you budget in general for a trip to Scandinavia? And we're, we're, I mean, you mentioned year. Oslo. I hear Oslo, Oslo, Oslo. Yeah. Does that, the first trip have to include Oslo? Is that kind of the gateway? No, I think any of the cities that you visit, you'll have a uniquely Scandinavian experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Oslo happens to be my favorite. I've been there a couple times. I also love Stockholm. I think it's a great city. There's a lot of charm there as well, especially in the old, old district. I haven't spent much time in Helsinki, to be honest. I would love to go and see it a little bit more. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that getting there is harder if you're traveling on a budget. We're going to talk about airlines a little bit in, in, a, in a few minutes, but yeah, it, it can, there's Finnair pretty much yeah. exclusively, yeah, mm-hmm, which makes it a little bit challenging. Right. 
But yeah, I, I think it's so easy to get around once you're there, too. You have low-cost carriers that can transport you from, say, Stockholm to Tromso or Oslo to Tromso. So you can get a good glimpse at many different parts of Scandinavia while you're there. And I, if you are quick and okay with seeing just little bits of a city, I would say two nights in mm-hmm. each city. So you can kind of hop around a little bit, get a glimpse, get a good feel for something, and then move on to the next. And there you have like a week-long trip in itself. Very cool. So we're going to break in a second, but I want to just touch on one more thing. Who is Scandinavia right for a winter trip to Scandinavia? Is it somewhere you want to bring the whole family? Do you want to, like a friend's trip? Is it a couple's destination? I think it could be a lot of things. You know, you can go on a friend's trip. I've done a friend's trip, a couple's trip, go to the ice hotel. It mm-hmm. could be great for that, too. If you're a family of skiers, skiing in Scandinavia is unparalleled. I mean, oh, I haven't done it myself, I... but I've seen and heard stories of people mm-hmm. who have said nothing but the highest. I think we need a TPG team ski retreat I, to Scandinavia. Ski under the northern lights. <laughs> so Nick's been a little quiet over here, and the reason for that is Nick, Nick's actually never been to Scandinavia. Nope. And, and usually we have uh, subject matter uh, experts on, but, but I've got something in store for Nick uh, right after the break. So let's take a, a quick break, and then Nick will be back with... Uh, we'll have a little bit of a project for you. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So, Nick, we, we were saying we've got a special project for you. And, and the project is you've never been to Scandinavia, but you told me you really, really want to go. So I do. I do. Where and why? I think I mostly want to go to Copenhagen first. That would be my first stop. Following that would be Sweden because I love Volvos. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. You I can had, ride I had very expensive yeah. Volvo I had, taxi in I had three. <laughs> well, my parents had them growing up, so I had three of them from high school through college. So I, f- I feel a connection to Sweden. Okay, that I that I need to <laughs> like someday. I'm to going check it to go out. Check out yeah. the source of this sport utility vehicle. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Precisely. All right. So we've got two destinations to knock off, and that, that's good. You mentioned Copenhagen and and Stockholm because those are, I think, two of the less expensive places you can go. I mean, Copenhagen is not cheap, right? But Oslo is just insane. Norway in general. So if you're on a budget or looking to save a little bit of money, maybe those are places that you should check out first. Yeah. I think I think even at its most expensive, it's probably pretty comparable to New York prices. Okay. In yeah, those I've cities. heard that. Yeah. Whereas Oslo, if you want like a slice of pizza and a soda, then you're looking at 15 bucks. Yeah. Pro- maybe, okay, maybe that's a stretch. I'm getting some <laughs> looks from them. Like, I remember, though, I ate several meals in 7-Eleven. And 7-Eleven there is not like it is in the U.S. It's actually right. like somewhat decent food and somewhat affordable but yeah definitely be prepared so nick how how are, how are you thinking about getting there are you saving up points do you have certain cards that you're working with i mean of course i like to fly business class so i'm thinking i could use some some of my chase points some of my amex points maybe what are, what are we working with here we're working with about a hundred thousand chase points and about 
120,000 Amex points. Okay. All right. Yeah. So All I can, right. I can very do something respectable with that. balance. Yeah. I think we can get you there in business class. Yeah. I think yeah. so. What do you say, Emily? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're you're lucky in the sense that you have Amex and Chase, so you can book via either SAS, which is a Star Alliance partner with United. You can fly nonstop from, I know we're based in New York, we're talking right now in New York. From, from New, York. New York. But there's some West Coast flights. Yeah, you can they, fly from Chicago, I think. Uh, yeah. They also fly LAX and Miami, okay. actually, nonstop to Stockholm. And they have a pretty decent business class. I've flown Scandinavian business, and now that they've refreshed it, it's it's kind of like a one-to-one stage. It's like the new Thompson Vantage The Thompson XL. Vantage XL. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do they have the A350? Uh, Fin Air does. Okay, the Fin Air does, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but the 330s and the 340s. Usually you see 340 and you're like, ah, it's going to be an old Old. scene. But Scandinavians are... Just com- they're completely renovated inside. Nice. Yeah. And so it's it's an identical product between the 330 and the 340. So don't you don't necessarily need to avoid the 340 if you see a word availability there. Yeah. Nice. It looks nice. Yeah, you can. We'd like to try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, lucky for you. Lucky for me. <laughs> you can it's get there. Ding, you, ding, ding. <laughs> you can use your chase points actually. Um, transfer them to United. It's Star Alliance partner and fly nonstop from Newark to Stockholm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, catch some Volvos. Seventy thousand, seventy thousand miles, miles for a quick seventy thousand. And there's actually really good. I did some searching before here. There's some really good availability in, in peak winter. winter. Yeah. I, I mean, as <laughs> you might be able to imagine, it's not peak tourist season, which is also another reason that I love it. Which I like too. You don't have to wait for right. to see anything. You don't have to wait for dinner or going just the to northern bar. lights. You have to wait to see the northern just the northern lights. lights. <laughs> yeah. But what That's this is story. actually a good opportunity to use the United Excursionist perk, perhaps, because, I mean, you need a, a few more points for that. But if you have 140000 to use around trip, you can actually tack on a flight within Scandinavia, too. Uh, so if you want to do Stockholm and then go up to Tromsø or right. you know, northern Sweden, uh, you can do that for without any more miles. So yeah. you just pay the taxes and fees for that segment. So yeah. not, not a bad option for sure. Yeah. And yeah, that would be great. Another thing we've seen a lot of is obviously Norwegian is growing like crazy, and they don't just fly to Norway. Right, you're kind of looking at all of Scandinavia nonstop from the U.S., which is opens your yeah. your doors to Copenhagen. I've seen plenty of tickets from New York to Copenhagen. You know, sub three hundred even at at times. Yeah, it's so hard not to pull the trigger when you see those, especially if you can find a deal like that. I that would probably be the way I go. And one of my favorite tricks with Norwegian, and it's still around. And it's been around for a couple of years now. I'm surprised they actually haven't done anything about it I know. i've talked to them about it too just because like they, they may bring it up they're like oh i saw that post about you yeah know, our special trick and I'm like yeah how come you and I'm like yeah it's there yeah you know if you know how to use it you can use it <laughs> that's awesome but essentially what it allows you to do is if you're flying say from uh copenhagen to new york if you book in the danish version of the site same goes for if you're going from oslo to new york book through the norwegian so you're looking to book through the local version of your departure city, um, it will have everything in the language that you're booking through. So you'll have to use Google Translate to translate from Norwegian to English, but it'll price everything in Norwegian kroner. So how it ends up pricing is many times it'll be less when converted to dollars than you would be paying for in flat out dollars. Just to make sure you use a card with no foreign transaction fees. Yeah. I've made that mistake before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's important to know, too, though, even if you do see a, a you know, f- U.S. currency, um, if it's processed abroad, you could get hit with the foreign transaction fees anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but you should chase Sapphire Reserve to, to no buy problem your there. Norwegian yeah. tickets. And it's also great because Google Flights has 
gotten smart enough to be able to recognize when Norwegian's doing that. So it'll tell you to oh. book on separate tickets. Oh, oh right, right. I've right. seen that pop yeah, up. Okay. So that is essentially what it's telling you to do is to book through the foreign version of the site. Uh, interesting. And get the lower price. I've seen Norwegian pop up whenever I do a, a Google search to, well, to Europe, I think, in general now. Norwegian become, I mean, you can fly nonstop to Barcelona London. and Rome and right. London and a whole bunch of destinations. Yeah, London's it, like cheaper than like London's 200 very bucks. Cheap. It's yeah. wild. Wow. Well, so, okay, you're going to get a cheap flight to Scandinavia. Right. Are you going to spend a lot on the hotels? Can you use points? What are the options there? So many of the hotels that are really, really popular in the U.S., Marriott's, Hilton's, Hyatt's, are not as big in Scandinavia. Um, no there. Park Hyatt Tromso? No. Not yet. Maybe soon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but Radisson really reigns supreme in Scandinavia. You'll see at least a couple in every major city. Um, including in the smaller Is towns. Is that a Scandinavian brand? It's interesting how, I mean, there are Radisson's everywhere. And NH Hotels, is that part of Radisson? There's a, some brands that I'm just, uh, you don't really see pop up in the U.S. and right. not yeah. in the rest of Europe are just everywhere in, yeah. in Scandinavia. They really are, like, on every block, it seems like. It's yeah. kind of overwhelming. You see a lot of Radisson blue yeah. properties. Yeah. And they're actually, like, I mean, the Radisson's that I've seen in the U.S. aren't particularly... Nice Anything. that you would yeah. go over the out of your way to stay up, but in of of the few that I've stayed in in Scandinavia, Oslo, um, and in uh, Helsinki, I think I stayed. And you in? stayed. In, I think in Tromso as well. You also yeah. I also stayed in Tromso. You're right. Right. I stayed in that one as well. <laughs> it's a really cute little tiny. Yeah, they've got a bear in the they lobby. They do have a polar bear in a the polar lobby. Polar bear. Yeah. So I saw a polar bear when I went <laughs> yeah. in the lobby, um, and they've got blackout curtains which is helpful in the summer mm-hmm. yeah. that they is kind very of important that. yeah yeah when it's like three in the morning and super bright outside right. you're like oh, I'm, oh, i'll pull that shot but there again i did have a cruise cruise ship sized room it was a single bed it was tiny right oh my God. which yeah. is not unusual for europe yeah. right. i mean they've got like, there's so much space around here why is my room the size of my bed right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the radisons are they're actually many of them are quite nice um especially the ones that have been recently renovated there's one in oslo that was renovated maybe uh, five to ten years ago and it's nice it's somewhere that you want to say the lobby is very appealing Mm -hmm. the rooms are large enough i mean why don't i just save my points and just stay in the lobby (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure they'd love that one one nice thing too with the with the radisons is that they often have rates that are not much more than include breakfast and if Mm -hmm. you do see that pop up i would i would spring for it because if you get there and you're like oh i didn't include breakfast i'm like okay it's forty dollars Right. Or you can go around the corner of 7-Eleven and, and spend $20 instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the breakfast and the breakfast spreads that I've had have been wonderful. Yeah, smoked fish, yes. like a lot of good stuff. Yeah, very good. Awesome. Well, very cool. So a couple, a couple, a couple ideas. When are, yeah. you, are you going to go this winter? Maybe, you gonna... maybe this winter is the one I, the one I finally go. All right. And yeah. Finair, too. We didn't talk about Finnair. Yeah, we didn't talk oh. about Finnair. That's another of your options. I have, to save, I have to save my AA miles, so I don't yeah. think Finnair's out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> Finnair flies A350s, and they're not the super, they're like the most decked out A350s. Yeah. It's not like Qatar where you have like a cool lock-up bar and like yeah. high ceilings and anything, but they're still pretty nice, and they've got a tail camera, which is a highlight. I love the glasses they have on Finnair, yeah, too. Yeah, the glassware looks awesome. I love the color scheme of their The color interiors. scheme looks very Scandinavian. It's like Scandinavian yeah. Very Ikea. Like, it's like gray. Ice white. Gray. Yeah. Blue yeah. gray. There's green some gray. Green, yeah. Yeah. Like dark gray, light gray, <laughs> lots of gray. Yeah. It's like this, this color of the sky. Northern <laughs> lights. Northern lights. You know, they do have that. Actually, um, I, I think that they had an, a northern lights mode, like an aurora borealis uh, oh. lighting mode with the LED lights. Love that. That's very so cool. So I did see the northern yeah, I lights, I guess. Finnair's version of Emirates is 
Star, uh, Star, 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 well, I think we're just about out of time, but we'll, Nick, we'll definitely have you back on after your trip uh, yes, up to Scandinavia. Looking forward to it. Hopefully this year. Uh, yeah. Saving hopefully those you see miles. the Northern Lights. Yes. And hopefully I'll go the first time and have beginner's yeah. luck and see them. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, keep an eye out for more content to come on Scandinavia after Nick's trip. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could send yourself out there, Mr. Reviews Editor. Maybe I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. If, if anyone wants to, to follow along on your adventures, uh, where can they find you on social media? Um, mostly on Instagram. <laughs> um, What's your handle? Oh, my handle. <laughs> yeah, it's um, at Nellis underscore Ellis. Nellis Ellis. Okay. Yep. N-E-L-L-I-S-E-L-L-I-S. Uh, underscore E-L-L-I-S. Got it. And yes. Emily, how can we find you? I'm on mostly on Instagram uh, at McNutt.Emily. McNutt Emily. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so there must be another Emily McNutt out there somewhere. There is. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining, and we'll have you back soon. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. That's it for today's episode. Thanks again to Emily and Nick. Again, I am your host, Zach Honig, and this episode was produced by Caroline Shagrin with editing by Ryan Gabos. Our theme music is by Alex Schiff. If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, and check back next Wednesday when we sit down with Jason Steele and Summer Hall to discuss spring skiing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.